0: Hey, y'all, and welcome back to the Bloom Wildly Live Simply podcast. My name is Morgan Bartell, and I am so glad that you're here. In this week's podcast, I just wanted to talk to you guys about the importance of saying no and how sometimes saying no is your best yes. I know that sounds a little counterintuitive. But I'm promising you this. There are seasons in our lives where we have overcommitted. There are seasons in our lives where we are yes people. We are people pleasers. We are trying to constantly appease everyone around us. And we don't realize that our yes is causing us to be stressed, depressed, lacking any type of rest in our lives, which can then in turn cause so many areas to have struggles, y'all. Now I'm recording this from my patio because... I'm a mom of two littles, which means I don't really have a lot of spaces that aren't going to have a ton of noise. So if you hear birds chirping or our neighbor's dog barking, I'm sorry, but this is the best place that I can do this conversation with you guys. And I feel this is one that we have to have. We are so guilty of easily slipping into saying yes to too much and saying yes to too many good things. This is something that I used to be so guilty of, y'all. I would say yes to almost anything good that came my way. I would say yes to every ministry opportunity. I would say yes to every chance to volunteer within our church, all the extracurriculars, all the parenting things, all the marriage things, all the friendship things. And I didn't realize that it was causing me to only give 30, 40, 50% to those areas. And when you're giving 30% or 40% in your marriage, obviously things are not going to go well when you're giving only 50% in your motherhood and in your parenting. I promise you there's going to be lack and you're not going to know why. And although it might not even be an intentional lack, things suffer when we overcommit. While I would love to say that my crazy obsession with saying yes in the past was just simply because of FOMO. I didn't want to miss out on anything. That's not what it was. And when I really got to the core and to the root of the why, that's when things started to shift for me and I couldn't get there on my own. It took hours of prayer. It took seeking the Lord on so many topics and so many issues. And what it came down to was a spirit of people pleasing. All I sought to do was gain acceptance, From others, I saw my value in what I could provide. I thought people only valued who I was as a person and what I brought to the table by what I could do for them or how often I could show up for them. And that is such a toxic mindset to have you guys. When we do that, we have almost made ourselves a commodity and not a child of the living God. We have made ourselves an item to be bartered with and not a daughter of the Lord, not a son of the Lord. We have made ourselves nothing more than a means to someone's to-do list. Don't misunderstand me. Saying yes to ministry opportunities, showing up for a friend in need, serving in the Lord's house. Those are beautiful things. Those are great things. Those are things that we sacrifice to do and we should do so and continue to do so. But a heart posture behind that needs to be examined. Why are we doing it? Why are we doing these things? Every single yes should have that question on it. Before you say yes to something, ask the Lord, should you even do it? Consider the areas that are going to be pulled from if you choose to give your efforts and your energy to that yes. I know this is a difficult one because it's a very fine line. And as believers, as Christians, as stewards of the gospel, We want to be involved. We want to be involved in moves of God. We want to help facilitate whatever the Lord is doing in people's lives, especially in our own church homes. And that can be such a beautifully powerful thing to do, but only if our heart posture is in the correct place. I'm gonna tell on myself a bit, y'all. There was a season a couple years back, I think about three or four years ago, where I felt like I needed to be involved in everything, in everything. I was working from home, raising a small child at this point, working full-time from home, I should add, And I was trying to volunteer in all the things, and I was trying to network and be a total boss babe and really grasp onto the hustle culture that our world is demanding of us. And then over the other, on the flip side, I was trying to serve in our church in multiple ministries. I was serving in hospitality, I was serving in decor, I was serving in women's ministry. I was showing up to almost every prayer meeting. And all of those are good things. They are, don't get me wrong, once again, But when I said yes to all of those areas, I ran myself ragged and I didn't want to admit it. And I heard the Lord tell me, step back from some, hit pause, give your best in this area. Maybe this isn't where you should be serving. And that's a hard concept to grasp because I genuinely felt that the more that I served, the more that I showed up, the more that I was involved in ministry, the more valuable I was to the kingdom of God. And I didn't realize that by doing it, I was becoming bitter. I was burning out. My family was suffering. My friendships were abysmal. Like things were not as the Lord created them. And deep down, I think I knew this truth, but I did not want to admit it, you guys. I did everything to avoid stepping away from, From different areas of service. I did everything to not stop showing up to all the networking functions, to not stop trying to show up on social media and present myself as the super busy, super powerful, super valuable person to society. And what I didn't realize, and it took a lot of inner healing, y'all, what I didn't realize was that was destroying my ability to receive the Lord's identity on my life. I knew who he called me to be. I knew who he said I was. I knew what the scriptures say. But for some reason, I wasn't allowing those truths to penetrate my heart. I was so stuck in my mind that if I could just say yes to one more thing, if people saw me serving, if people saw my name on a roster, if people saw a recognition of me, that then the Lord would be more glorified. I know that sounds so twisted and saying it out loud makes me a little sick to my stomach. But thank the Lord that that is not where I am today. But it took coming to my end and having to step away from almost everything and hit pause on every single thing I was doing outside of my home before change genuinely started to happen within my heart. And it was in this moment of stepping down from everything all at once that I realized that there is so much responsibility we have to those around us to steward the gifts God has given us well, to steward our commitments well. I want to say that again. We steward our commitments. And when we burn out, when we aren't honest with ourselves, not only do we suffer, do our household suffer, but the people we are serving with in ministry, serving with in the The sphere of our job and the sphere of our friendships, that suffers as well. I found myself bitter to those I was serving with. I found myself bitter to those that I was working alongside. I found myself bitter to my friend who I was sitting across from having coffee because I had to pause in my day from all the to-dos and all the busy commitments. That is not how I want my friendships and my relationships with others to be. I want them to be fruitful. I want them to be full of grace and rest. I want to be intentional with conversations. I want to be 100% there for people. And that's not what I was doing. And when I stepped down, you guys, the strain that I was able to step back and see that my overcommitments had caused on my relationships was just staring me. So violently in the face, I had to work on relationships that I had let dwindle. Even though I was serving alongside people and serving regularly, I was seeing them all the time. I was doing life with them, or so I thought. I didn't realize that I had let wedges come between us. All of those areas of my life that I had been saying yes to, and I thought that I was giving my best yes to, were not serving me. And your yes isn't supposed to serve you necessarily. It's supposed to serve the Lord's purpose on your life. But when we are choosing to give our yes to people, please, to build our foundation of value in society, like I was saying, that is when it is so self-centered. Even though it seems that we are giving of ourselves to others, that we are trying to be selfless to others, If we're honest with ourselves, I think we can admit that's not what we were doing. We weren't. There was a motive. And anywhere that there's a motive like that, I hate to say it, guys, that does not look like Jesus. He didn't serve with a motive. The Lord didn't lead his disciples with a motive. The Lord didn't give us our salvation with a motive. Yes, he died on the cross with the hopes that one day you and I would choose him would live for him, but he died not knowing if we would. When we say our yes with a motive, we aren't doing it in the same fashion with the same heart posture. We are doing so expecting a result, expecting someone to have a certain opinion of us, expecting all of these things that in hindsight we thought had so much grandeur, but we didn't realize were destroying us and It is so hard to come to the end of yourself like that because you feel like a failure. I felt like I was failing, failing others, failing myself, failing God. I felt like saying no was showing people that I didn't have what it took, that did not have what it took. And I'm a very tenacious person. I have a lot of moxie, y'all. And if you know me in real life, you can vouch for that. But when we come to the end of ourselves, y'all, and we fall at the foot of the cross, we have nothing to do except to face all of these areas that we have been struggling with head on. We have to look them in the eye and we have to give them over to the Lord because obviously we weren't going to be able to handle it all. That was never God's design. He designed each of us with a specific purpose. It tells us in the scriptures that everybody within the church is like a a body part. We each serve a specific purpose. And then together, when we work together in our own callings that the Lord has placed on our lives, when we partner together, not do everything all ourselves, not say yes to everything, but when we partner and when we commit and we take on the responsibility that the Lord has called us to steward, We will see so much impact. We will see so much of the kingdom of God just seep out because it's got this beautiful, organic nature about it. The Lord didn't create us to carry it all. We're not supposed to. It even tells us in scripture, his burden is easy and his yoke is light. We take that on. We don't sit there and take on the societal standards that say we have to do all the things. And I can't speak to the the struggles that men face, but I can speak to the struggles that women face. We feel like we have to be all the things to all the people at all the time. We feel like we have to be the perfect Pinterest mother that shows up and makes all the cute meals that are organically healthy and homemade from scratch, throwing all the beautiful birthday parties with the perfectly curated decorations. We feel like we need to be the perfect wife that has the house clean when her husband comes home, that he feels love and adored the moment he walks in the door, that we are having sex regularly. We feel like if we're not doing those things that we've messed up, we feel like we have to be that friend that shows up to every function. We feel like we have to be that friend that is constantly reaching out. And that is like all of these, all of these are not bad things in and of themselves. Yes, I love to show up and give my best as a mother, Yes, I love to adore and treat my husband like the superhero that he is, and I love the intimacy that we get to share in the God-given covenant of marriage. Yes, I absolutely love my sweet friendships that the Lord has allowed me to have in my life. They're a true treasure. They are. But you guys, we have messed up. We have. We have got to make sure that we are doing things from a biblical perspective. We have got to make sure that we are keeping it 100 with ourselves. Things can change, we can change, but we have to allow the Lord to examine our hearts. We have to submit to his authority to show us what he has for us. And sometimes that's not gonna look like us saying yes for quite a while. Sometimes that's gonna look like sitting still. And I don't like to sit still if I'm completely transparent with you guys. I want to do all the things. I do. I still struggle with that. But I know that whenever I feel that struggling angst kind of build up inside me, that I need to sit with the Lord because clearly there's not a peace on it. And when Jesus is there, there is peace abounding. There is peace abounding. So before you say yes to that next thing, pause and pray. Sit with the Lord. Ask Him if this is the yes that He is asking you to commit to. Ask Him if this is a yes that you feel that you need to commit to to be valued by someone else. Ask Him to reveal any motives that may be hidden in your mind or in your heart. Something else I want to charge you with before I go. Ask the Lord if there are things you need to step down from. Ask the Lord if there are areas that you have overcommitted. Ask him. He'll tell you. Like I was mentioning earlier, I had overcommitted to so many things and didn't realize I was giving 30% to my marriage. Then I would grow angry and frustrated with my husband for no reason of anything he was doing, but because I was exhausted. I was exhausted. It created so much unnecessary turmoil. But when I stepped back, when I had the Lord lead and guide all my yeses, all my commitments, I was able to really say, these are areas I need to be giving 110%. And when I did that, you guys, my marriage is flourishing now. And I can say that there are so many things that I needed to work on that I didn't want to admit that I needed to work on. But we have to be willing to step back. We have to be willing to say, this is might not be my thing this might not be something i need to take on what we don't realize is that when we willy-nilly throw our yeses out to the wind to every little thing we could potentially be robbing someone of the opportunity to say yes and step into the calling of god on their life for that season in that situation there are areas that i know i said yes to that i shouldn't have said yes to but in the moment i still said yes i still said yes even knowing it wasn't my best But that again was before I sought the Lord on these things. But when I said yes to that, I knew that there was probably someone else that was called to say yes. That the Lord had purposed and planned to serve in that area. That the Lord was calling into that sphere within the job world that I was a part of. Like, you guys, we have to be intentional. We have to seek the Lord on every single little thing. And so I hope that this podcast has encouraged you to sit with the Lord, to really, really be honest with yourself. And being honest with yourself can sometimes be a very difficult thing. It can be a very painful reality to come to. So where are you giving your yes to? Are you struggling to say no? Are you struggling to step back from things that you've already said yes to? I'm sure there's several of us that are. I've even had to do that recently in the season that I'm currently in. And I thought I had a good handle on it. When we do have to step back from things that we have committed to, we have to first pray for wisdom and guidance on how to go about doing this, to pray for sweetness, to fill our speech, to pray that the words that we need to say would be received kindly And the thing is, sometimes they may not be. People may be disappointed in you. But what people think about you is none of your business. What the Lord thinks about you should be the entirety of why we go about doing anything. If you do need to step back from something, pursue God. Pursue God. Seek peace on it. Make sure your family is in agreement. And if those are in place, nothing else should matter. People will understand. People will understand in time. And if you have been one of those that says no to everything, I'm going to have to do a podcast on that because once I learned to say no, I said no to all of it. I thought that was the best answer to everything. And I didn't realize that I went from one end of the spectrum to the other. I was not even meeting the Lord where he was asking me to. But through that journey, the Lord has revealed so much. And so I will speak to that in coming episodes, but today is about your best yes, and for those that struggle to say no. Just because you say no does not mean you're not valuable. Just because you can't commit to something in this season does not mean that you are missing your God-given purpose. Before you guys go, I do wanna pray for you today. So Lord, I just thank you for my sweet friends, and I thank you that you reveal areas that we struggle in, I thank you that you try to help us avoid burnout at all costs. And that when we do not, <laughs> when we don't obey you, Lord, when we don't listen to you, that you give grace and mercy to us, that you walk through seasons of healing with us, that you show us and you lift the veil and allow us to see your perspective on every situation that we give our yes to, every situation that we give our nose to. So Lord, as we continue to grow in our relationships with you, I ask that you would guide every single answer we give to every commitment, every responsibility. I ask that we would be so willing to submit our answers and our responses to you first and foremost, Lord, and that we would be willing to be obedient in giving the answers that you are commanding us to give. And today, Lord, I ask that you would bless whoever is listening to this episode, that you would reveal areas of their life that you want to enrich, that you want to multiply and to be fruitful, God. And I thank you that you are so willing, so willing to show up in every mess that we get ourselves into, Lord. We love you so much. And may our lives glorify you, Father God. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for joining me for the Bloom Wildly Live Simply podcast. I hope this episode has encouraged you to seek the Lord and to live a Christ-centered life and to build a Christ-centered home. We'll talk next week, y'all. Have a good one.